everybody. Welcome back to Indiscriminate News Network. Today is Thursday, January 6th. All right. What's happening in Kazakhstan? Why is there unrest in the oil-rich nation? So Kazakhstan is experiencing the worst street protest the country has ever uh, been seen since gaining independence three decades ago. Police in the country's largest city, Almaty, says dozens of people in the killed in the streets and attacks on government buildings. At least eight law enforcement officers has been killed. The outburst of instability causing significant concern in Kazakhstan is two powerful neighbors, Russia and China. The country sells most of its oil exports to China as a key strategic ally of Moscow. Suddenly, the spike of price of car fuels and the start of the year triggered the first protests in a remote oil town in the West, but tens of thousands who sent surged onto the streets across more than a dozen cities and towns of entire authoritarian government in their sights. President Kassam Yomar Talov has cut an increasingly desperate figure. He first sought to mollify the crowds by dismissing the entire government early Wednesday. But by the end of the day, he changed tact. First, he described demonstrators as terrorists. Then he appealed to the Russian-led military alliance, the Collective Security Treaty Organization, help for crushing the uprising, and the CSTO agreed to send an unspecific number of peacekeepers. Peacekeepers. Quote, unquote. One of the five Central Asian republics that gained independence following the dissolution of the Soviet Union, Kazakhstan is far the largest and the wealthiest. It spans a territory the size of Western Europe and sits atop the colossal reserves of oil, natural gas, uranium, and precious metals. But while Kazakhstan's natural resource, uh, riches have helped cultivate a solid middle class, as well as a substantial cohort of ultra-rich tycoons, financial hardship is widespread. The average national monthly salary is just $600. While the banking system has fallen prey to deep crisis, precipitated by not performing loans as much as the rest of the region, petty corruption is rampant. The rally that set off the latest crisis took place in the dusty western oil town of Zanozan. Resentments have long festered in the area since sense that the region's energy riches have been fairly spread among the local population. In 2011, police shot dead at least 15 people in the city who were protesting it in support of the oil workers dismissed after a strike. When prices for the liquefied petroleum gas that most people in the area use to power their cars doubled overnight, patients snapped. Resident nearby cities quickly joined in, and within days, a large protest had spread throughout the country. Oh my god, that's a huge protest. The suppression of critical voices in Kazakhstan has long been the norm. Any figure aspiring to oppose these government has either been repressed, sidelines, or co-opted. So although the demonstration has been unusually large, drawing more than 10,000 people, a large number of Kazakhs, no, press, no protest movement leaders have emerged. For most of Kazakhs' recent history, power was held in the hands of former President Nursultan Nazarbayev. That changed in 2019 when he left. Now 81 stepped aside and appointed his longtime ally, Tokayev, as a successor. In capacity as the head of Security Council oversees the military security services, he continued to retain considerable sway over the country. Tokyo announced Wednesday that he was taking over from Nazarene, a security council head. Okay, China lashing out at U.S. for supporting Lithuania and feud with Beijing over Taiwan. China lashed out at United States Thursday over its support for the European nation of Lithuanians, its feud with Beijing over relations with Taiwan. Foreign Ministry spokesperson Wang Wenbin said Wednesday when the Baltic state used Taiwan to contain China. The U.S. side defended Lithuania's erroneous act of creating a One China, One Taiwan, attempted to put together a small clique condoning Taiwan's independent forces. His remarks came after the U.S. and German diplomats on Wednesday said Chinese pressure on Lithuania was unwarranted. Lithuania broke diplomatic custom by letting Taiwan office in villainous bear this 
name of Taiwan instead of Chinese Taipei, which most other countries avoid to avoid offending Beijing. Do not a fool. Do not offend Beijing. Okay, anyways. Novak Jokovic being held at infamous Melbourne Hotel, prison riddled with maggot meals and COVID outbreaks. The multimillionaire world number one player is being held at the infamous Park Hotel in Melbourne with police officers guarding his door. Maggots and meals, fires and prison-like conditions are some of the complaints that have plagued Melbourne Hotel where tennis player superstar Novak Jokovic waits possible deportation. After being detained after being denied entry and also over visa issues on Wednesday, he was held at the city airport overnight before taking the Park Hotel in Carlton. Man, it's not a good look. Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Sorry about that. Let's see, moving on here. Um, the, the facility is far cry from what the multimillionaire number world player is used to. The hotel has faced numerous complaints over poor conditions that have been planned for the state of Victoria's second wave of COVID infections. Yoga Vic 34 was given a medical exemption of COVID 19 vaccination play in Australia. Open. Uh, Jokovic's father, Sheridan Jokovic, told Serbian News that the world's number one tennis player is currently in a room with no one can enter, with two police officers guarding his door. The hotel has housed asylum seekers and refugees since December 2020, many of them from Manus Island and Nauru. Described by refugees, activists as park presence, some detainees have been held for years while seeking visas to in Australia. Uh, it has become a site of regular protests where campaigners have desperated against their detention and squalled messages on the walls of the ground in support of asylum seekers. I don't think he's seeking a sale. Let him go, dude. Let's do go. Last month, he tasted an image on social media ledger showing maggots crawling out of a bowl of chicken and broccoli that have been served in a hotel alongside moldy pieces of bread. Oh, disgusting. All right. I was just shocked. The food, <laughs> the food they've been delivering is putting people in danger. Two weeks ago, the fire broke out on the third floor, fourth floor, leading people to suffering minor injuries. A government inquiry in 2020 discovered about 90% of COVID cases in Victoria during a second wave could be traced back to the hotel when it was known as Rijes until last year. Lawyers in inquiry argue that the state's hotel quarantine program was responsible for the deaths of 800 people. Okay. Okay. All righty. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, North Korea launches a ballistic missile. Weapon launches detected by several militaries in the region during criticism from the United States, South Korea, and Japan. North Korea doing North Korea things. All right, everybody. This is Jason with the Indiscriminate News Network. Take care. I hope everybody's doing well. Hear from you soon. Bye.